How the debt ceiling today affects your TSP on today's FedPilot. Welcome to FedPilot, where we help make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans like you. Okay, Cassie, this is kind of like part two because we left a cliffhanger on the last video and we started talking about the debt ceiling and how, I mean, well, we know that the debt ceiling, that we have so much debt within the government and that's a problem in and of itself for every American, but it has particular problems specifically for federal employees. Yes, it does. Even more so. <laughs> right. Yes, because I mean, you have, you're making investments into the government securities in the G fund. That's what the G fund is. And so I don't think people fully understand. They just think, oh, that's the safe fund, right? Because yes. it's, it's a G fund that's, that's the government yes. fund, whatever. I don't know how they it's see safe. the G fund, but let me just tell you, it is government securities. It is tied to the debt ceiling in some way um, because you're investing in the government. Right. So, okay. So if you're investing governments, G government securities, investing in the government and the government hits a ceiling and they can no longer pay to run the government, then where do they get the money to run the government, Cassie? Well, based on a, a news article in the TSP on January 24th, they are taking G fund investments to invest into the government. <laughs> so they're using an employee's retiree's money to pay off their government debt. Yes, and I'll, I'll add to that just to blow people's minds. So let me, let me just be clear on what you said. <clears throat> to fund the government right now, to pay for what's going on, they're using money from the G fund. Mm -hmm. I read another article that said there are four possible buckets of money they could pull from to fund, continue to fund the government. Number one was the G fund. Number two, federal employee pension fund. <laughs> That's nice. And no wonder we keep increasing the percentage that employees are paying into the retirement. Wow. Um, you think that was calculated at all? I don't know. I'm not going to say because I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but yeah, to have it go up like that and all of a sudden, oh, now we have more money in that can fund the government, right? So those are the first two. The second two, I don't remember what they are, but the article said you don't, they're going to they're going to jump into the first two at first and leave the second two alone. They're not going to touch those for a long time. So we probably won't ever get into those. So, but that means that right now we're funding the government with the safe G fund, the safe hmm, G fund and pensions. Now, what happens if we default? So from my understanding right now, Everything is good to go until June, right? right? Um, the right. government has an option to increase the debt ceiling or something else needs to happen. Um, I don't remember exactly. I was in this article I was reading, but there were two things that need to happen. One or the other needs to happen before June in order for them not to have um, things affect retirees and employees to where they cannot contribute to the G fund any longer. 
right? Because it could right now, it doesn't affect yes. their contributions. Right now, it's just affecting the the bucket of the money in money that's in there, right? Right. Which I'm still. I wouldn't. I don't want the government touching my money. I don't want them touching my money to pay off the debt. Like that's a whole other situation. That's a personal preference. Those who are in the G fund, if you feel safe in everything else you know, that's, that's good for you. Um, however, when it becomes a problem for them to not do something by June, then, then what employees and retirees cannot invest or make contributions to or withdraws or how far does that rabbit hole go where it ties up investments in your G fund or in right. the G Right. So it, in, in, in saying this, Cassie, w our minds are being blown, right? I mean, just what the heck, right? At the same time, I'm sure yours are being blown as well when you hear this and, and how this works, but we don't want to scare anyone like, oh, you know, the sky is falling. That That's not what we're trying to do because we, Cassie, you and I are assuming that by June, something's going to happen. They're going to fix it and it should be all fun. And then they'll pay back what they borrowed in the G fund and they'll pay back what they borrowed in the pension funds as well. So that should all be good. But there is the pot. Number one, there's a possibility. And number two, how far do we take this? How many times can this happen again and again and before and how big can our debt get before this actually affects us before we can out, we can no longer put a bandaid on it. Right, right now we're putting band-aids on it and then we're it's healing, we're pulling it off. Well, the wound keeps getting bigger and bigger until at some point there isn't a band-aid big enough to to fix this and to help it heal, then what's gonna happen? And, and how big is does it need to get until it's there? So we need to seriously be thinking about these questions. Not that we can affect what the government does, but we can think about what we are doing as far as saving for retirement, making sure that the money's still gonna be there when we retire, because a lot of people still have 20 years to retire, you know? And and what's it going to be like in 20 years? So a lot of things to be thinking about. We're not intending on freaking people out, but I'll just tell you, me, I'm freaking out <laughs> a little bit because <laughs> it's blowing my mind. Well, and here's the thing is, we simply want to bring the awareness yeah. to employees and retirees alike that there is something going on and to pay attention to it yeah. right again we're not saying the sky is falling and this is going to happen and and your money is going to be gone tomorrow that's not the point of this episode we simply want to bring the awareness of what the reality is within the government right and how at risk the g fund might be even though you think it might be safe, you're investing in the government. And here's how it works, because I don't think people have a full understanding of exactly how it works. They think it's a safe fund. They think right. it's all good because it doesn't, it's not subject to the market downturn and all of this. And it, it might only earn 2% per year, but hey, I'm good with it as long as it keeps my money safe. Right. Well, how safe is your money, right? And that's the big question that people need to think about and at their comfort level, right? right? It's like, 
like any other investment. How comfortable are you? You have, you have to understand the risk involved and we're not investment advisors. Let me just throw that out there. We, we're not licensed. We're not trained investment advisors. We're simply bringing you the news on what's going on within the TSP and, and what we've heard and seen and helping you to bring that awareness so you can determine your own risk factors. Right. So you can talk with your own investment advisor or an investment representative about your situation. And I really feel like obviously we've tooted this horn enough where please, please, please get somebody who understands the federal government benefits and things like that, because they're going to understand what the G fund is. Yeah. Not all investment representatives or investment advisors are going to understand the G fund because they don't understand the TSP. And it's not the same as an IRA. It is completely different, right? And yep. so that's why we are strong about making sure that you guys have a, a creditable source to talk to and ask these questions with, right? And we, again, just bringing the awareness that here's the risk based on what the news is saying, not based on what we're telling you is, is our opinion or whatever, right? But we understand that with an investment, people need to have an understanding of the risk period. Yeah. And there is a risk and people, I feel like so many employees and retirees don't understand what the risk is within the G fund. Right. And wow. I think, I think what you and I do a lot, because obviously we're not giving advice, like you said, and we're not, that, that's not our role. We're bringing information and allowing people to make their own opinions and allowing people to figure out what they need to do themselves. I think one of the things that we do also is we are bringing up questions that people don't know they should ask. Right. That they should ask. For example, yesterday I was in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I was doing a workshop for law enforcement from the Forest Service. And I asked them, I said, all right, you guys know the G fund, right? Yep. We all know the G fund. Okay. What is this? What is the phrase around the G fund that makes the G fund so appealing? And they all said it's safe, right? Okay. And we've heard that and we just mentioned that as well. But one of the questions we should ask ourselves is define safe. What does safe mean? Yes. And, and, and when I do that, they say, well, you'll never lose money in the G fund. And and I said, actually, what you're saying is that the percentages from historical always go up. So your dollar amount will always increase. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. That's what that's what safe means. But when we take a look at, you know, the government borrowing from the G fund, is it safe now? And they're like, oh, oh, yeah. When we pair it with inflation, is it safe now because it's not keeping up with inflation? Oh, right. So we have to make sure that uh, our definitions of words are correct. So that's part of what you and I are doing are just saying, all right, here's some extra questions that people need to ask because, right. uh, you may have a wrong definition somewhere, or you may only know part of the answer and not the full answer. And it's important to get the full answer on all of these questions. Um, it's, and, and I think that's where a lot of people feel safe in the government's system of retirement. They say, the government will take care of me. We've heard that before, right? The government will provide for my retirement. No, in fact, that's, I just decided we're going to do another 
uh, recording on another episode on the federal employees accountability for their own retirement, which is mm. a whole nother topic we'll talk about. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that, that's how I thought. What, what are your, what are your last thoughts here, Cassie? Yeah. So I think you made up a, a very good point because you know, we, we kind of myth bust all of these different water cooler phrases or water cooler talk and misconceptions really on what employees are told about certain situations. And I think you just brought it, you hit it home, you know, letting people understand that, you know, we are simply trying to just make them aware of what safe versus risk. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What define those two and make sure you're fully understanding what it means. And that's why it's good to have an investment representative or investment advisor who is also going to bring up those different topics. They're going to use those different phrases and they're going to help you understand, especially somebody who understands federal benefits, because they can give you advice on the TSP and those different investment funds that are in there. And they're going to talk about the risk and the safety of each investment. So that way you have a full understanding. So please do do your due diligence um, on your side of your benefits as well and make sure that what you're actually trying to do is what you're actually trying to accomplish. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for coming. We'll see you in the next episode.